Welcome to the United We Stand podcast. Um, it's a bright sunny day here in Manchester and we're making our way to the Etihad for um, a game versus Manchester City podcast today brought to you in conjunction with uh, Bet Fred, Fred himself being a big red. And um, it, it's strange walking to the ground with, with a bunch of mates, um, obviously all United, and seeing a number of coaches pass us full of City fans. So, not sure whose city this is, but it certainly isn't um, the Stockport coaches that are passing us. Um, we're interesting, interesting news about the team, in that um, certain players have not made themselves available again, which is beginning, beginning to become a bit of a problem. Thank so, so when you've seen, um, so you please right, just picked up a ticket, which is good, isn't it? Last minute, last minute. It's, um, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm still waiting for one. Um, I'm hoping that's on its way. That was mine, if not, by the way. But <laughs> yeah, I have been I'll promised one. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. in case. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, just let me know. You've, we've seen the team, um, and there's, it's more about omissions than, than actually who's in there a little bit. Um, were you surprised that Varane and um, our illustrious Uruguayan striker aren't available yet again? I mean, I think Ronaldo, uh, Ronaldo was a surprise. Varane hit and miss and Cavani just doesn't turn up does it have you ever known a player who's like a bigger difference from what he is on the pitch to off the pitch because people say oh well he's injured is he really he seems like he's just picking and choosing his games and I don't think he'll be well remembered I think he's absolutely loved at United for six months but I'm sorry he won't be well remembered at all the way he's behaved I think in the last six months, if not this entire season, Steve, he's not looked like he's put himself out and he doesn't look interested at all. It's, it's been a pity, hasn't it? Because we love him for yeah. what he can do. We love him for the, the fact that he seems to give 100% when he plays, but he seems to pick and choose when and where he plays, depending upon perhaps what his family are doing. He doesn't live that far from Old Trafford. Um, I think he lives on just off Mere Heath Lane in, uh, in Nutsford. And yet, it's not like some other players who've had to be housed in hotels and then, you know, and the family have been down in London. He's here, you know, with all his family, and yet he's just never seems to make himself available. And for yeah. someone with such a wonderful song, um, and two songs, you know, he's never really bothered, has he, with us? so well thought of. And, like, you look at him the way he is with... I mean, he went to the Khan and Brook fight and then disappeared again for... You know, he didn't play in the few games before it, he didn't play a few games after it. He's not... He's not committed enough. I don't know if he's just thinking, right, I'm at the end of my career, I'm not that bothered, I don't know if he don't want to beat United, but he's just... It's a shame, it's a shame, because he has everything you think you'd love in a player. You look at the way he celebrated against West Ham when we got that last-minute winner and that, but I'm not sure he's just... And the other one is Varane, who makes a huge difference when he plays. His partnership with Lindelof has been um, really promising. It's meant that Maguire could get the rest he clearly needs because he's not on top form. Um, and yet, again, another injury, is it? Or... I know. It's we can't have players who play just 50 Absolutely. And that's why Maguire gets a lot of stick, but, you know, he's, he's there 95% of the time. And, and Ronaldo's the same. Like, Ronaldo has, has not been good this year. The last three months, maybe two months or whatever, but he's always there and at least he's there to get picked. The player is no bit more use than if it was me or you, if they're not going to turn up to be picked. And, you know, it's... 
and, and Cavani could have really made up for you know he's, he's, he should be on 20 goals this season for what the stature he is and for the player that he is and for the I don't want to bring it down to money but the money that he's paid he's uh, I'll still bring it down to money he well, should it has be on to 20, sometimes I mean yeah, yeah. You, you do have to do that he's paid like a superstar and yeah he, he's barely you know what is he on four goals five goals like, yeah. it's not good enough it's, and it, it's what's been allowed to happen at us for too long and hopefully the team that turned up to Leeds is the team that turns up today well it's a big thing isn't it we, we, we don't like coming here I mean notice, it's noticeable when you walk here you sort of know you're getting near the Etihad, you know, that people's clothes start smelling unwashed. Yeah. And yeah. and you just, you know, it, it's all about... Kangol and fleeces Yeah, it's Kangol fleeces. There's, there's lots of, um, I don't know... Glasses. Uh, beards. I noticed there's a, a lot of unkempt beards, well, unwashed beards as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, um, and and uh, obviously they, they must like uh, cream cream teas here. There's a number of canisters on the floor, <laughs> they, they, all, all spreading around it. We don't like coming here. Um, oh, it's, it's a horrible place to come, particularly as they've been, um, you know, they've swore the money and been the dominant force in English football for two years now, um, or four out of the last five, as they like to tell us. Um, the teens were Chelsea's, you know, uh, the decade before was ours. The 20s are going to be split at the moment between Liverpool and City. Yeah. It's a hard game to come and know who you want to win because we want neither of them to, to uh, take the title at the end of this season. Do you think today we've got a hope? I actually do. The, the confident part you've always got. I, I mean, if you look, like, there was a couple of times we went there when Ollie was manager and I thought we, we could lose 6 or 7 nil here today and we won. And, you know, the, the day that day Van Persie scored the last minute yeah. free kick, I thought we were going to get battered that yeah. day, Steve. So there's always hope. Um, and that's, I suppose, all you've got to cling on to at the moment. But yeah, I think I think we might. I think we might. I think if we if we're hanging long enough, if we pass the ball better than we do, um, you know, I thought we might struggle at Leeds with the atmosphere and all of that and their, the way they play. But no, we, we were great that day. So hopefully that's a team that turns up. I think it's a blessing Ronaldo isn't playing because. We need someone up front who's got pace and, and is going to run across the line. I don't think Ronaldo's offered us that at all in the last six months, really. No, he's, he's, when he's getting a chance, he's just half a half a yard too slow. And you can see the disappointment in his face as age has caught up with him. Yeah. Never mind you hours we've struggled through. Struggle yeah. through games. Right, well, let's hope so. Thank you. Yep. So, we're, so we're inside the ground now in our three... Um, over three tiers since Slither. Um, they're getting up a bit of atmosphere here and a stupid new flag um, and some big flag days with a strange date of it of uh, when they started. I think it means 2000, yeah. yeah, something like that. <laughs> um, what are your thoughts today then? Uh, well, no Ronaldo, uh, no Cavani, you know, but. It might, it might confuse him. It might confuse him. We might, we might you, you know, he actually might go in our favour. This Ronaldo, in truth, has not been playing well, has he? So, you know, perhaps today a different setup, a different team. He may, he may get something from this game today. So, Super Ralph Ragnitz' idea is to confuse him, is it? Wreck it, Ralph. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. Two 0 United. We always do it here. Do we need to hold them for 20 minutes or do we need to score very quickly or what would your tactics be? Uh, I'd hold them. I, I want 
turned up. No, no. <laughs> he knows what he's doing. We'll hold them. They'll press us. They won't know what they're doing. We'll get them on a break and they'll panic like usual. Well, let's hope so, right? Yeah. Well, let's hope let's so. Hope Enjoy the game. Cross. Oh, yeah, we're back to the pub at half time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only on the very, very often. And there's a minute the boys now football stands together for um, for the Ukraine. All the players have stood around the centre circle. Um, red and blue. So very nice. With a sign saying no war. It's the only time that everybody's together today. Right, we've reached half time and uh, United trailing two goals to one. Um, Woody, do you think we were unlucky to be two one down? Or are we? Are we not unlucky? Or? Uh, there's unlucky, then it's two mistakes, isn't it? So yeah. Is a mistake unlucky, or is it? It's like a concentration. It was in complete incompetence. I think the first goal. Um, what do you think's happening with Wambasaka down there in Grealish? Overload on that, on our right hand side. Is, uh, they're not registering they register it all the way through the first half Grealish Bernardo Silva Rodri keeps coming over De Bruyne they're getting us down that side uh, I thought we were the better team once they scored I thought split second of our it'd be a long day this but we played alright got, got ourselves back in the game another mistake now we've got to come back out in the second half and grab another goal back Ranić's obviously setting them up in a certain way and they've listened to him and they've done very well apart from we've not defended well the, the second goal in particular De Gea's had to make two good saves. First goal, all right, he's gone in after it. The second goal, why hasn't he not walloped that for a corner? I've said it all along, I think they're too thick to grasp what Randnick's trying to do. Down at right-hand side, they've been beating us time and time. It's the same movement time and time again. And they're not, and they're not looking at it and going, oh, we need to do something about that. That's down to the players. The manager, like Randnick says, he can only do so much with this team. And they're not grasping the fact that they're overloading that left-hand side of the pitch here. And they killed us down there. I thought when they scored, I thought we were the better team. Played some decent football, kept the ball. It's all about they were booing for a lot of that first half. They were booing us. Just showing this goal, this second goal here. Foden's done well, made a great save, but he's let that cro cross him, hasn't he? And then pinball in the box. Pinball in the box. But why he's let that go in? It is very, very poor defending. So second half, we don't. Well, we're in it, aren't we? Oh, absolutely, in this game. Pressure's all on them, a title race. 
rather be in their position than ours fighting fourth yeah. all in. we could go for this in the same half get Rashford on and a ball forward we've got a chance to get something out of it I think the next goal next goal is really important that's that's the next goal. if we get this next goal in front of us the away end will get completely and utterly behind them we could, get, we could beat these they're not they're going for a little bit of a dodgy spell at the minute aren't they yeah. where they've not been the, the free flowing self this season they're there for the taking today I think well let's hope so but right we've got a centre forward to do it in a minute no a false two false centre forwards I don't think they're calling him now I don't know well, Pogba is he a false centre forward I think so today okay. he's, a, he's false footballer sometimes <laughs> six wrong. months of the year <laughs> apart from that alright cheers lad this podcast is supported by BetterHelp Online Therapy relationships take work a lot of us will drop anything to go and help someone we care about we'll go out of our way to treat other people well but how often do we give ourselves the same treatment this month better help online therapy wants to remind you to take care of your most important relationship the one you have with yourself whether it's hitting the gym making time for your haircut or even trying therapy you are your greatest asset so invest time and effort into yourself like you do for other people BetterHelp is online therapy that offers video, phone and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anybody on camera if you don't want to. And actually, after the Manchester derby, that would be entirely understandable. BetterHelp is much more affordable than in-person therapy. And you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Give it a try and see why over 2 million people have used BetterHelp Online Therapy. This podcast is supported by BetterHelp and United We Stand listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com forward slash stand, S-T-A-N-D. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com forward slash S-T-A-N-D. If you think it's for you, give it a try. Dreadful that wasn't it in the end. The second half was shit, but first half was actually alright and actually we, we actually it was actually the better I actually think it's the, it's the best away performance we've had in the first half today. And, and actually it was was quite it, we had a plan, you could see what it was, the the place at the top were a bit fluid. We weren't anchored by some guy who's 38 or 39 or 42, whatever he is. He wants to fuck off to Madeira for the Suntan, so but in terms of the team that turned out today, we, for 65 minutes we did okay, yeah? We went to part. I thought we were all right. For what happened in the last 20 minutes? What happened? It was, it was, it was the second half, they just turned up. They, they brought the change, they upped the gate. There was a different level, there was a gear change in the first, from the first half to the second half, Man City. And their second half was different to our first half, and they were just better. And they, and they, were, just, they were just better. <laughs> did it, we didn't get on their half. All second, we didn't leave our half, sorry. In what 40 minutes to the 45 minutes of the second half, we were still in it, weren't we? Until they got there, until they got their third goal, we always had a chance and we were getting we were trying to create some chances. Personally, I don't think we were in it at all. Second half, I thought first half played really well, and I, I thought it was quite lucky to be two, two, two on down. Kevin De Bruyne, why is he stood on the, on the penalty spot to score, to score their second? Right. When you play him, it's only in front. Yeah. Cheers, bro. Always one. Well.
because they'd let you out on the whistle with a barbecue. So, what do you think? Um, what do you think the changes we should have? Do you think we should have made that substitution? Come on, speak to me. Everyone's too gutted to speak. It's a podcast about the match today. Just uh, you obviously enjoyed the result. Oh yeah, fantastic. What, what, yeah. Mate, what was the difference after say 65 minutes? I think they just ran out of legs. I think they just they, they seemed to give up a little bit. I think United. It was it was almost like City. I think we've got the better team anyway. But yeah. I think the uh, I think the United team sort of got their heads down. I think the the third goal going in sort of killed the game off. And then City just did what they did best. They just kept the ball, passing it, keeping it. In turn, Guardiola's known for being a bit of a master in, in the way that he sets teams up. And he was quite clear before the game that he was going to play a very a very low block. Yeah. And let United have the ball, which yeah. he did brilliantly. Were you ever did you ever think that that wasn't quite going to pay off, particularly when um United got when Sancho scored? Um I don't think it was never going to pay off. I think when when we sort of heard that that's what he was going to potentially try and do, it's something that he's not really done before. I think Guardiola's always gone into games wanting the ball, wanting as much possession as possible. I think sort of allowing the other team more possession than they usually have is always a bit of a risky one. But I don't really know what the you know what the sort of what the thinking was behind that. I think we had the, the, the quality to be able to beat them playing our own game anyway. But having watched the game now, I don't think it was ever really in any kind of doubt. Obviously, Sancho's goal was a little bit out of the blue. It was they were playing all right. He had a couple of good chances just towards the end of the half. Sancho, when he leant back and hit it over the bar, it was a half chance, I guess you could say, but he could have hit the target. Um, There was a couple of corners, Maguire right into the hands of keeper right on half-time. Once you got to half-time, you always felt you were... That was it. Uh, Yeah, I think once the second half had started and we came out on the front foot, I think we'd gone back to the way that we're sort of used to watching City play now. I think it was quite clear that that was the way it was... That was the way it was going to go for the second half. And I think we were always going to sort of get the third goal before they were going to get the equaliser, which obviously we, you know, we did. Substitutions when United put on, obviously Boyden needed a rest. He'd, he'd been kicked a little bit. Um, in terms of United substitutions, there was no threat when that happened. Was that the end of the threat, really? Um, I don't think it was necessarily the end of the threat. I mean, the players that they brought on are good players. You know, Rashford can do a bit, and bringing Pogba off was a bit of a strange one. I think he was probably one of United's most influential players, to be fair. But. Yeah. I don't know if I don't know if there was something sort of more to it or not. I don't know, but yeah, I don't know. I think the way the second half went, it was it looked like it was going City's way sort of more and more as the game went on. I don't think the substitutions really would have made too much of a difference if you know if the players had stayed on or when the new players came on. To be, to be fair, and in terms of tick box, that's one game out of the way, which could have been tricky. Turned out it wasn't. Yeah. Um, Liverpool's a big game now for City. Are you yeah. going to win it? What the game or the league? The league. <sighs> I hope so. If we win that game, I think we've got a very good chance of winning the league. I think I think a lot's going to ride on that game. To be fair, if they keep winning a week, keep winning, it's like it, it now three. Do you points. think they'll ever come a point after you've won four of that four out of five leagues where you actually do believe in yourself and not that you're going to fuck it up? Never, <laughs> never. Been watching them too long because that is, it is your league, isn't it? To lose. Well, at the minute it is because we're top of the league, yeah. But you know they've they're only three points behind if they win their game in hand. They've still got to come to our place. They get three points at our place. It's level pegging. So, yeah, I suppose it is ours to lose, but we never really think about it like that, or I don't, anyway. All right, thanks very much. So, now, that was, a, obviously, a Manchester City fan. Uh, quite a reasonable one. Um, most of the ones that we've uh, walked past um, we and spoken to, um, probably we couldn't have put on the podcast because they can't string words together to make any kind of sentence. Um, that's really it from the United We Stand 
podcast for today, a very disappointing one, a very short one, considering not many Reds wanted to speak to us after the game. Um, but final words from one of our young sports since your first trip to the Etihad. What did you make of it? Uh, well, it wasn't a good result, so. but it, it was good getting another away ground ticked off. And in terms of taking away grounds off, that's OK, but it's another wasted season, perhaps, because we're not going anywhere this year, are we? No, it's a shame, really. You can see that we need to make a lot of changes if we want to kick on, uh, starting with the manager. But there's a lot of players in that team that just aren't good enough. And in terms of... It's not just the, the fact that they're not good enough. Are you not disappointed or were you disappointed that like, McTominay didn't pick up a booking at least? Because it would have shown some passion because the last 15 minutes while they were olay, olaying, it was an embarrassment for those players not so much us we've seen we've gone everywhere we've lost loads of games over the years we expect to lose some derbies we'll win some derbies but was it not an embarrassment for those players to have that sort of lack of I don't know lack of honour yeah absolutely from all of them on the pitch really they just started walking we were only two goals behind in the last 20 minutes and they were all just walking letting them play it about and it didn't show any passion at all didn't put in any tackles or anything like that so yeah it was definitely embarrassing for them. It was embarrassing for them. Well, um, that's it from the United We Stand podcast. On behalf of uh, Betfred and uh, onwards and upwards to Tottenham next Saturday. And it has to be a more gutsy performance than that last 20 minutes showed today. Going online without ExpressVPN is like leaving your kids with the nearest stranger while using the toilet. Most of the time it's probably fine, but you never truly know who you're trusting. Why would you ever risk it? That's why you need to be using ExpressVPN. Every time you connect to an unencrypted network in cafes, hotels, airports, basically any network that's not your own, your online data is not secured. Any hacker on the same network can gain access to and steal your personal data. Passwords, financial details, you name it. ExpressVPN creates a secure encrypted tunnel between your device and the internet so that hackers cannot steal your data. Hackers can make some serious cash selling personal information on the dark web, but ExpressVPN has made it easier than ever to keep your information safe. Just fire up the app, click one button, and you're instantly protected. And ExpressVPN works on all your devices. Laptops, phones, tablets, you can stay secure on the go. Trust us, we use it and it works great for us on phones, on computers, on iPads. You can secure your online data today at expressvpn.com forward slash united and get three extra months for absolutely free. That's expressvpn.com forward slash united. expressvpn.com forward slash united so that's it for this podcast we'll bring you the next one after the Tottenham game at Old Trafford on Saturday and then after that we've got Atletico at Old Trafford they beat Real Betis who've been having a good season and who are third 3-1 away on Sunday with uh, Jao Felix and Lamar scoring He's been their best player this season, but didn't start against Manchester United. Felix obviously did. He scored that header. So, like many United fans, I feel pretty down and pessimistic today. 
I cannot see any easy way out of this. We'll watch the youth team on Wednesday in the FA Youth Cup semi-final, try and get down and support them against Wolves at Old Trafford. But nah, it's been a pretty bleak weekend. Arsenal keep on winning as well. Chelsea hammered Burnley. Liverpool won. You're getting stories of players putting information out there, which all leads to a very unsettled dressing room, which is exactly as I have understood it for a while. So I was asked two months ago in one interview about Marcus Rashford, and I ventured the opinion that I wouldn't be stunned if he wasn't at Manchester United, medium term. And I stand by that and what I was told at the time. Maybe he will stay, maybe all will come good and the local boy will return to being the player that we'd seen. But his time at Manchester United at the moment looks really problematic. If you're not starting when Ronaldo's out, Cavani's out, Marshall's obviously on loan so he couldn't play. And Greenwood obviously can't play either. Then it's looking pretty bleak for Marcus Rashford, at least under Ralph Rangnick and for several of the other players too City just toyed with United there's a 22 point gap there and United are going through the motions now of speaking to potential managers who will take over from next season and part of me thinks yeah that's what we've been promised and part of me thinks it's just same old it's same old same old same old and we've heard it all before and are we convinced that the recruitment is going to suddenly go up a notch? I feel with the recruitment, I mean, I was really pleased with the summer transfer activity. Sancho, who I think will be good. Varane, missing too many matches. Cavani, as was discussed earlier on the podcast, missing far, far too many matches. I don't think he's doing it intentionally, but the end result is he's just another player who's not available for selection when Manchester United most need him. So... It is a sorry, sorry state of affairs at the moment. As I've said before, there's been lots of changes. There will be lots more changes at Manchester United. And I'd love to say we've got this reason to be optimistic, but aside from our support for Manchester United, nah. It's pretty grim at the moment. It really is. Manchester City 4 Manchester United won. I'll be at Old Trafford on Saturday and maybe United will beat Tottenham. Maybe not. Uh, that's where we're at at the moment. Until then, goodbye.